cliffcentral.com. Let's get to George. Here he is. Borge back in the studio. How was the festival of motoring, George? It was so cool to do that last Friday. We thoroughly enjoyed it. It was cool seeing around your stand and what you guys were up to. It was absolutely epic. Hello, Simpira and Gareth. Um, uh, I think we had the busiest stand on the day or on the weekend, should I say. Awesome. Um, that's amazing. I really think we did. And 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 we pull it off every year. And, you know, I say that humbly, but the, the reason is very simple. is be, because we give away free rides in sports cars. So, Ooh, you know. Who doesn't want uh, that? Exactly. So, you know, the, the, the show is all about experience. Because Autotrader is a digital marketplace, um, we get very few opportunities to have the brand interact with humans in the real world. So, so that's the reason we do it. I mean, a couple of people asked us, um, ENCA interviewed me and uh, asked, why, why are you here? Well, you know, what, what relevance does the, does the brand have to doing a show like this? And it's quite simple. It's really just creating, a, creating an experience with the brand. Well, I think it's, it's amazing that you do that. And there's so many different things that just seeing what you had there on Friday that you could do there. It's, it's a very cool thing to do. So it's annual, right? It happens once a year. Yes, yes. So we partner with uh, um, Misa Frankfurt, who are the organizers of the show. Um, their show is called uh, Festival of Motoring, and uh, it's the biggest consumer show. So our, our strategy is to is to partner with the biggest platforms of their kind, whether physical or like Cliff Central uh, uh, virtual and podcast um, in the country, and only do one. So because uh, you know money is limited, Simpiwe. No, but it, it's terrific. I really thoroughly enjoyed it. Hey. Um- I haven't said hello to Alice for a long time. Look how big she's got. Oh, hello, Alice. There's Alice, who you haven't uh, – I haven't had her on camera for a long time. She's very camera shy. Say hello, Alice. Hello, yeah, Alice. <laughs> how old is Alice, Gareth? She's a year and a bit now. She oh, doesn't like – She's me. still a puppy. She's much more, um, she's much more uh, publicity shy than Carl was. He, he preferred the – the, the cameras to her. All right. So, so, what, so what, what is that? that that's seven year old in uh, in human terms, right? Yeah. So she's still a she's still a little bubba. Oh. All right. What do we got, George? So, um, first up is uh, uh, most expensive world record number plate uh, sold for guess how much, Simpiwe, in uh, the uh, in Dubai. In Dubai. A most expensive number plate. Um, I don't know. Let's go because those guys have money, you know. Let's go with like 20 million US dollars because what's money for them? Well, you might not be far off because it is 12 million pounds. 12 million pounds sterling this number plate went for. Um, it's the number, it's the letter P with the number seven, P7. You, you're joking. Someone would pay that. You know, oh, I hear about this stuff and I'm like, I've got to get into some business where I could charge someone that for a stupid Why? license. Wow. What was the reason? What was the reason? <laughs> well, it's P7 so exciting that you'd be willing to pay millions of dollars for it. This is outrageous, George. It's absolutely outrageous. And, and it's, it's a supply and demand thing, Gareth. So, um, you know, you, you have a status symbol if you can get as close to a single letter or single digit plate in Dubai. And that's the reason. And they don't hand them out like candy like they do in South Africa. The government is very stingy with handing out uh, uh, shorter number plates, um, which creates the status symbol, I guess, for those that are, you know, visiting from Monaco. 
Can it's, we just have the the name of that person that purchased it? I'd love to just know who that person is. Just asking for a friend. Right. Mm. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, but this thing went for a world record twelve million British pounds. <laughs> next uh, next one is a little bit more fun, and that is five things you probably didn't know about uh, the, the 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 use of signs or the the how to how to how to communicate with people on the road. This is not kind of hand signs, and maybe some of them <laughs> should be illegal, but uh, uh, um, signs on the road that people get wrong. And the first okay. one is um, flashing your lights for a car to give way in front of you. Who, who, have you ever done that or had it done to you? Yeah, when yes. they're pressing you and they, they're being assholes on the road and they're like, mm. you're like, no, relax. Okay. In fact, just because of that, I'll go even slower. So I've, I've, I've had people flash at me, but I've also flashed at people, especially if you're in the fast lane and you're going at like uh, 80 kilometers an hour. I'm afraid that you are as dangerous in that position as the people who are speeding at, you know, 190. Um, you're just as bad. You could cause an enormous amount of trouble for people on the roads. Some people don't know to keep left, pass right, and some people don't know what fast lane and slow lane are. Am I wrong? No, you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, the minimum speed on a, on a motorway is 60 kilometers an hour. So on our highways that you do 120, minimum is 60. So, so it's just as bad being slow as it is being fast. Um, but you should really keep left pass right. That's the rules of the road, which means mm -hmm. that if it's a two or three-laned motorway, um, you should be in one of the left-hand lanes. Um, if you're in the right-hand lane, you should be passing somebody. Thank you. Absolutely. Say it again, George, for That's those people. Simple. Correct. Keep left, pass right, even on the motorway. That's the rule of the road. You can't just sit in the right-hand lane, Simpiwe, and uh, go slower. I don't, <laughs> I don't do that. It's you, Simpiwe. It's you. <laughs> so anyway uh, there are actually rules around the world around flashing headlights you should be using your headlights to see better at night first of all but second of all um you some of the some of the laws around the world um um uh, mention specifically flashing your lights you know consecutively like people try and flash you out the way to indicate when you come around a corner in an intersection so that people get aware that uh, there's a car on its way um, but definitely not flashing to get you out of the way. Oh, and yes. here's an interesting one. Um, and that is when should you or shouldn't you use hazard lights to all those taxi drivers out there or BMW drivers <laughs> that don't use them? Uh, well, here's the problem is that I think in South Africa, people use hazard lights as, uh, oh, forgive me, I'm about to do something stupid. So mm -hmm. it's almost like a, it's, it's a, just a please forgive me. I'm going, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I know I'm not meant to stop here, but please understand. Um, people don't know what hazards are for. Am I right, George, that you're only meant to use them when you actually need to warn other motorists about, you know, the, the potential danger of something or if, if you have pulled over to the side of the road because you've got a flat tire or whatever? Mm -hmm. um, it's to let people know that there's something wrong, but you're aware of the fact that you're not meant to be there or something like that. Yeah, but so also, hazard it's like a nice gesture. I know I do it like when... So you're not supposed to use it as a nice gesture. Oh. Just that's not, that's not the design of the hazard lights. <laughs> Although people it's like use it to... Thank you. 
Hazard lights, as to Gareth's point, is, it, 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 is to be used or designed to be used exactly the way Gareth just described. It's when you're broken down and you are going to obstruct traffic or you're going to be a hazard to, uh, to traffic and, you, and there might be an accident. So that's what hazard lights are actually designed for. It's not designed to say thank you when you let somebody through. All right. Well, you, all you've done now, George, is make us less polite. That's all. Because people like Cynthia <laughs> and I used to, if someone, you know, if someone uh, warned you about something or they let you through in traffic or, you know, whatever, then you put on your hazards quickly to say thank you. You're not meant to do that. You're not meant to do that. I mean, it is a nice gesture, but uh, it wasn't what the hazard lights were, were meant to do. And then, uh, believe it or not, you can use your mobile phone in a drive through Oh. Okay. Okay. Use this information, but you can use your mobile phone in a in a drive-through, um, and then uh, and then there are some laws um, around the placement of obstructions on your windscreen. Hmm. Tell me more. So many people put phone clips. I know I do it. Phone clip on the windscreen, dash cam on the windscreen. Um, but there there is there is there are rules around obstructing your uh, uh, field of vision. And you shouldn't be putting things on your windscreen that can obstruct your field of vision. That would make sense. I mean, especially because you get some people who will put uh, stickers all over their windscreen and that kind of thing. So it can be a problem. I mean, you see some people with like 10 years of licenses all smashed onto their windscreen and they never take off the old ones. Exactly. Exactly. And then da, 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 time for the car trivia, simply. Oh, my favorite. Favorite mm, not my favorite. He <laughs> <laughs> has a very bad Can record. Can I tag in a friend? Comment section, please. Do do the most. Help us start. Let's go. Okay, let's go. What was the most expensive car ever sold on auction? Most expensive car ever sold. Mm-hmm. This is a regular. It's going to be a regular vehicle, in my humble opinion. I'll give you the point if you just get the brand right. Uh, Most expensive. I would go maybe I'm with a Ford. Of, I'm thinking of like a, a, a movie car because like a James Bond Aston Martin. Because then I think people oh, can say that they, they drove the, you know, the one in the 19, whatever it is, Sean Connery Bond movie. I think that puts a huge price on things. Am I wrong? Are we both cold? You're both very cold. You're both very cold. Let me me put you out of your misery. So it was a 1962 Ferrari 250 GTO sold for 48 million US dollars. And uh, uh, the reason it went for that price was because it was the 1962 Italian GT championship winner uh, and uh, won... 15 classes with overall wins between 1962 and 1965. So um, it was also the first American uh, um, guy driving it to win the Formula One World Championship in it. So uh, that's the reason it went for 48 million US dollars. Wow. Okay. We were zero points all around. George has come up with all around. Okay. This one was designed for some Piri. What does SUV stand for? (laughs) <laughs> I should know, right? <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> I know this. Okay, what is it, Gareth? 
sports utility vehicle. Gail's yeah, got one point, and so he's got zero. <laughs> so embarrassing. I should know, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. okay. Then, uh, Simpiwe, maybe you'll get this one right before Gareth first and finger on the button. Uh, which country is the largest car producer in the world? China? Country? Yeah, there we go. Simpiwe's got one point. One point, one point. Thank you. Thank you. Right. <laughs> Good. Good. Fantastic. Uh, and scoreboard uh i think the scoreboard is one each now yeah yes 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 yes, yes. yes. let's go uh, in which country was the airbag invented uh, which country oh. it's got to be it's got to be one of these countries that's uh, super safety obsessed i i would <sighs> sweden mm. i also guessed sweden gareth mm. It's not Sweden, yeah. though, is it? No. Germany? No, 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 clearly. Simpiwe's got two points. Gareth's got one. It was Germany. Good work. Simpiwe's winning this round. Oh, my wow. God. <laughs> okay. And then uh, uh, if Gareth gets this, it will be a tie and sorted out next week. Simpiwe okay. gets it. She wins hands down. But who designed the VW Beetle? Who designed? If you get his last name right, then uh, I'll give you the point. Sure. I don't know that's a simple slide. Okay, I'll give you I'll give you a clue. His last name is the name of the brand of a car. Mercedes. Ah, Mercedes. <laughs> nope. Okay. No. Um, it's not Mercedes. Ferdinand Porsche. Porsche. Uh -oh. Yeah, so oh. good. It was designed what in the 1930s in Germany, right? Yes, and then uh, and then and then taken over by Hitler to become mm -hmm. a uh, a war vehicle. Right, mm. Hitler, okay. that guy. Not not a great. I, I mean, you don't want a, a car. Would you buy a car brand called Hitler? I don't think I would. No, definitely not. But can the All record right. state that I finally won my first? The record Trivia. can state this is recorded, it's going online, it's always going to exist. Now, what next week? What who is going to be coming on the show? Going, oh, I can't wait for George's quiz. <laughs> I would have done some studying and homework. I'm ready now. Yeah. Ah. Very good, very good. Okay, okay that's it. Thank you, Simpiwe. Thank you, George. Have an yeah. awesome Friday, everybody. Enjoy the weekend and enjoy the first day of spring. Yee-hee!